0: Hello, this is Coach from DFS Coach Talk. Real quickly, before you watch the podcast, I want to mention a couple quick things. We we really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we have a special offering here at DFS Coach Talk that is different than any other DFS provider in the industry, and that's why we're the fastest growing. I build everything by hand. We have a group of pros that put in hours and hours every day preparing winning lineups for you in the NBA, NFL, PGA, and Major League Baseball, and we're also doing bonus covers right now of KBO until sports come back. So join now, get a free month this whole month. Uh, The uh, memberships don't start until July 30th, so enjoy that, make some money, build some bankroll, definitely uh, engage with us on all social media, enjoy the podcast, and let's take down some money and just crush it.
1: Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to kick back, relax, and make some cash. To get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to $1,000, plus $25 extra free play. That's promo code Coach Talk. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you
0: win. And most importantly, when you win, you get paid. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. And I am here with my partner in crime. He is on the move in the camping facility, yet he's (laughs) he's got connection. And we're we're between the s'mores they're making on the fire. He's gonna (laughs) squeeze a podcast in. It's uh, the man coming off the five K takedown last night. We did a, a show earlier, KBO. Now we're gonna round it out with an awesome weekend PGA a bunch of winners. So uh, how are you doing tonight there? Are you smoky from the fire?
2: A little bit. I can smell that the campfire. Uh, It's funny that you you started by saying that you're here with me, but that's only because of the internet, of course, the magic of technology. Uh, You're down in Texas, and now I'm in Vermont, out in the middle of nowhere, sort of close to Middlebury College. and i'm a little surprised that we can do this that there's internet here because on the way over for the last hour of the drive only about half of half hour of it had internet so um yeah fortunate here to be able to reconnect after a big night last night and it already feels like about a week ago since we've done that kbo podcast this afternoon but yeah excited to just uh, keep rolling here and see if we can set up a good weekend in golf
0: it is amazing here i am locked down in my room (laughs) <laughs> you know, riding out. I've got seven more days. I'm going to go absolutely stir crazy, but I'll tell you, it's great for our DFS coach talk group because I watched like every golf shot today. I rewatched tapes, you know, checked out, uh, if you have a chance to check on YouTube, our, our man, Freddie, uh, did a, a nice uh, guest appearance today, got to listen to that show. And, uh, so at least I'm able to, uh, You know focus on the coach talk stuff but uh, i apologize if my voice is scratchy and if this the light is a little bit weird that's sort of going to probably be the case for a couple of days but that does isn't going to stop us from putting out winners and taking some stuff down so exciting let's get into pga man Uh, before we start breaking it down i want to thank our sponsors mybookie.ag it's a place to go for your sports wagering and casino action Go to mybookie.ag and you get up to a thousand bucks as a 50% match play uh, with your first deposit. And you also get a $25 free play just for uh, tuning into our podcast here. But you have to use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. Same thing with TVG.com, our other sponsor. We love those guys. Uh, the Travers is tomorrow. Check that out at Saratoga, uh, it'll be on TVG. Uh, they are the number one horse racing site in wagering and watching that you can do uh, anywhere. So TVG.com. Uh, look, look for them at DFSCoachTalk.com. We have a banner up there, and it's an exclusive offer: $300 risk-free. So if you, you know, if you want to watch a Travers, it's on the, one of the major stations tomorrow. Also along with TVG, uh, and put that $300 on somebody's head. If you lose, TVG gives you the $300 back. So. Uh, Again, they're not doing that with anybody else other than our Coach Talk uh, viewers. So we're really excited to bring that forward. Um, Twitter, real quickly, I'm at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, We're all at DFS Coach Talk. I'm also at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. And Freddie is at Freddie, F-R-E-D-D-I-E Mills. M I L L S seven, so you can check us all out. All right, let's dive into this because I am so fired up for the weekend. I've for the very first time this year, I've got uh, six guys made the cut on my Millie maker, and uh, you know I'm ecstatic because two of them are three over, and you know as as I was sending you messages all day, you know it was it was looking like one over. Then it, then it jumped up to two over because everybody was blowing up. And I thought, okay, there's a chance that these three under guys, you know, if these guys keep blowing up, well, then it went to three, but then it went back to two. And then we were coming down to two guys. If they made it to two under, the three under guys or three over guys were gone and uh, they didn't make it. So all our three under guys get three over guys get in. So for me, I've got a full field going, so I got that buzz going into the weekend. And then I'm going to stack it up with some some of the guys I played and some other guys uh, that I'm going to mix in. And we'll talk about some some key things today. Uh, I'm going to talk about weekend scoring Saturday, Sunday. There's some really surprising stats there that you're not going to expect. And I know Andrew has some really good takes on some core plays that he's going to use Uh, on his draft draft Kings build. So let's jump to a couple of stats before we start giving out some guys here. And I pulled, I I thought it was time not to just pull the stats since uh, golf has come back because it's been about what, five tournaments now, uh, something like that. So they're, you know, they're in the, in the rhythm. So I just pulled the stats from this entire season. So that before the shut down and after, which you know gives you a good look at, at really how people are playing. <clears throat> and I uh, sorted it by scoring rounds three and four, the total of those two to give us a real feel because there are some guys that are fantastic on moving day Saturdays and then can't get it done on Sunday and vice versa. And so I want to go over some guys that made the cut based on these statistics, and then, you know, some of them are going to be more expensive than others. There's a few values in here. But then you have to make a decision uh, of where you want to go from there. And we'll give you a couple of our picks. <clears throat> first of all, uh, first on the board for weekend scoring is Brayson DChambeau. And uh, he's shooting 67.6 uh, on uh, – on the final round and 69.7 on Saturday. So still, you know, terrific, doing really, really well. Um, Interesting, though, this golf course, you know, watching it today, man, it was beating these guys to death because you can't really just blast the ball. It's a lot more strategic than that, but you can't really be short either. You have to play position golf um, where they place the pins is just brutal. I mean, and it's all about those wedge shots. And I, I can't tell you how many times today I saw the DeChambeau's and McElroy's and Woods, all the guys that were hitting the ball a long ways, they'd stand there with a wedge, a lob wedge sometimes, and they still couldn't put it close to the pin because you really, really have to land it in the right spot. And I think those guys looked intimidated today. And one big thing I noticed, because I was watching every shot, uh, on the very first hole, DeChambeau had a short pitch, and he missed the green. And he said right straight to his caddy, and they caught it live on air. He said, I have no idea where my wedges are going.
2: Yeah. Well, he, he also didn't know where that wood was going when it was hitting out of the rough. That was one of the craziest things I've seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, did you see that exchange where Jack Nicklaus was on the broadcast and talking about Tim Tin Cup? Where, yeah. Where, you know. Bryson was in the hazard and he had the wood and he went for it and he hit two out of bounds and they had to reload for a third. And, uh, man, that just, you know, he crumbled quickly. And, you know, the nice thing about that was that was just one of those two guys that we needed to drop down and miss the cut and allow those guys at plus three to make it. So uh, I appreciate that from Bryson. Uh, that was very helpful.
0: Yeah. He just crumbled. And, and the reason I want to bring him up is to tell this story because I, they had Nicholas in the booth a lot, and they were interviewing and talking to him. You saw a lot of it too, and he gets pissed and takes offense when guys try to go over trees and cut the corner like, and and take advantage of their you know length by not playing the hole the way it should be played. So he was almost rooting against some of those guys that were trying to take uh, the shortcuts, and so it was funny. I I think he enjoyed that Deschambeau blew up and. Some of the other guys couldn't get it done either. So, um, you know, it really is, I will say this, it's a strategic golf course where you have to, I mean, you talk about shot saved tee to green. I mean, you have to put all the elements together and I'm just going to come right out and say it right off the bat. The only guy I saw today that looked like he was in control of the entire golf course was John Rahm. From just from box to wire, man, he he was in control of every shot, and he couldn't make a putt to save his skin for a long stretch. If he would have putted halfway decent, he'd have a like a six-shot lead. So you know that's a guy I'm putting the circle around. That's the first guy we will give out, and it's gonna it's my best bet of the weekend. Uh, I know he's you know at the top of the leaderboard, right up towards the top. But I just love his mannerisms on the course. He looks like he lost a little weight uh, during the break. I think he's in better physical condition. I I think he's ready to pop. And like I say, if he can roll in a few of those putts, uh, it's going to be lights out. Do you like John? Yeah,
2: I sure do. And we, we talked on the Wednesday show, previewing the whole tournament, about how he finished last week on this course with a final round 64. And, yeah. you know, he hadn't he hadn't really been on since the return to golf. But that was the one turning point where we thought, OK, this is a really good sign. Let's try and take advantage of that. So he was in our fan duel lineup that we gave out to our members. Uh, so we liked him for the full tournament. I like him on the weekend for a lot of reasons. You said, I mean, he's, he's, the ball striking has been excellent. And, you know, that plays into my theme. I'll give him as my first example of this theme. We, we've been talking about Jack Nicklaus here. This is his course. And you know, I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers heard the conversation. But at, you know, at one point here this week, Jack was talking about his approach to a tournament in general and how he likes to pace himself. So he'd mm-hmm. practice a little bit, try to play a solid round on Thursday, and then know that he would improve on Friday, and then going into the weekend, the the idea was he's going to play his best on Saturday, and then manage it on Sunday to try to win. And so obviously, we're not. We can't pick six guys who are going to win. There's only one guy who's going to win. But the, what I'm taking away from that, looking at this week, I think it just sort of makes sense to use that theme for a couple guys and look at guys who are trending in the right direction. Who on Thursday, they were either not on top of their game or just solid, but then they really turned it up today and had a good round Friday. And Ram is in that category, you know, started out 69 and then went 67. Like you said, I saw him miss like a seven-foot birdie. He didn't even hit the edge of the cup. So if his putter was better, you know he would have had a really low round. So Rom is the first example for me of a guy who played a lot better today, at least with ball striking. And uh, I'm going to invest in him for this weekend.
0: I'm with you, Ben. All right, let me give you a pool of players, and you know, uh, I'm I'm going to just say the player. These are the guy. These are guys that are in the top 30 in overall weekend scoring rounds three and four combined and i'll i'll give you the name so they you already know they're in the top 30 and then give me a quick opinion on them if you could okay the first guy on the list that made a lot of these guys that make the cut that are up there so i mean that's how hard this course is playing first guy on the list is patrick reed
2: yeah no thanks
0: he's the opposite
2: know. he went 71 then 76
0: I know he shot 76 today, but yep. he's 70.4 and 68.3 on Sundays. And those are the toughest pins. To shoot 68.3 on Sundays pretty damn good. So that's one guy. Another guy, you know, speaking of Freddie, it's Abraham Answer.
2: Yeah, so there's an interesting one. We were on him this week, psyched that he made the cut. His ball striking a- after the return to golf, I think has been number one, you know, tee to green. And I was tracking his round on Thursday and he hit multiple balls in the hazard. And I'm just thinking, what is going on here? I I can't believe he's taking multiple penalty strokes. And so he's the one guy where I really think it could go either way. I'm not sure if he's lost it and he's just off. And that's why he's uncharacteristically getting penalty shots in hazards. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it was just a little fluke here, a little fluke there, you know, missing his target by a yard or two. And, you know, he's really ready to turn it up this weekend. So, um, you know, if I play six or seven lineups, I, I'm going to have to get him in one or two. He's a good price on DraftKings. He's, he's 8,700. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, th- that's the thing about this course. There's a lot of pins that if you hit it 10 feet left, it's perfect. If you hit it, you know, six feet right of the pin with a little spin, you might spin off into the water. So. Yeah. Uh that's the, that's the thing with the answer. It's a little bit tricky for me to, to handicap him.
0: You know, the other thing is, you know, he uh, the guys that we usually highlight a lot are, you know, I, and I've been hot on these guys, the ones that barely make the cut and then are able to get out early and shoot a low score and, and go at a lot of pins. You know, I, the history, we've talked about that with Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson. Through the weeks here, I've been able to, to narrow it down. This week's going to be different, though. And this is what I want to point out. The weather is going to be consistent all weekend. There's not going to be a lot more wind in the afternoon than in the morning. There's only a, a 20% chance maximum of a stray shower. So I don't see any delays. There's no like thunderstorms or anything. So I think they're going to play this through. And, you know, they're they're not going to have to go earlier than normal or play split T. So it's going to be, uh, you know, I think, though, You're going to see more equality between the early rounds and the late rounds because of the conditions staying the same. We've had multiple weeks now where it was very advantageous to go out early because of weather, because of wind, you know, and and certain things. So uh, I see that evening out a little bit more and I'm not going to be building a lineup ever, as I've done the last few weekends when I've had success with it. But I, I, you got, you can't just stay with the same thing. You got to adjust to the situation. I'm not going to load up on those early morning guys that just made the cut as much. I think that this, this course takes a massive amount of concentration and focus. And I think the guys that are in the hunt are gonna bear down even more. So I like the guys more, you know, middle of the pack on up. Um and you can play some tournaments even on DraftKings where you don't play the full weekend. You can play a third round and you can play late third round. So if you play that late through third round, you get just all of that group of guys that are going to go off, you know, mate basically in the afternoon. It's just just a couple, you know, a couple of good things. And they have a lot of good tournaments A lot of great cash games, so just to keep that in mind, everybody out there. Okay, this next guy is terrific, and he may be very popular this weekend. Patrick Cantlay.
2: Yeah, I think he's solid. I think um, I'm not extra thrilled about him, but uh, I I think he makes sense. You know, again, he won this tournament last year. Um, He's been steady. I think what was it? Tied for eleventh last, uh, tied for eleventh, and tied for seventh in his two tournaments. Uh, So he's been a little bit under the radar because he hasn't finished top five, but he's pretty
0: steady. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy that could, you know, he could shoot mid-60s in in one of the rounds and get right in it. So I think you got to keep him him into consideration. Here's a bargain play that I'm interested in your opinion on. Next guy on the list is Bubba Watson. He's going 69.8, 69.7.
2: Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. I know you've had success with him on the weekends in our our family.
0: Riverboat gambler to take him, though. That's the only problem.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So he's a guy for me that I am going to invest in on DraftKings. And it is more of a GPP. And he follows that trend that I was talking about where he started with a 78. And then today he went with a 68. And That's the thing with Bubba. This weekend, you know, starting tomorrow, he could shoot a 78 or a 68. I wouldn't be surprised either way. But because we're talking about a GPP and because on DraftKings he's only 6,800, I'm going to invest in him.
0: That's cheap. I mean, 78 first round, what are the chances he makes the cut? Good God. That's unbelievable. All right. Here's a name that I think you'll get a big rise out of because I owe you one for putting him in there. Lucas Glover.
2: Yeah, how about that? He he was our man today. He's been right around the top twenty for his last four tournaments. Great ball striking. Yeah, and, uh, you know he's been really solid first two rounds.
0: So well, he's he's seventy sixty eight point eight nine the last two for you know. So he can play on the weekends too. Yep. Yep. Is yeah, he a gonna, gamer? Is he going to be a good value play? You think?
2: I think so. I mean, I, I'm not I probably won't put him in the majority of my lineups. I think I'm just going to ride it out with him in our full tournament lineups that we have going, you know, because okay. he was he was in the majority of my lineup. So I'll probably ride him out mostly in those.
0: Excellent. All right. Two more guys on the list. Um, and this one is is one of those you could definitely roll the dice on. You talk about barely making it. Z- uh, Xander Shoffley. He just yeah. barely made the cut.
2: Yeah, he he falls the pattern like Bubba. Xander went 78 and then 69. And, you know, he made the cut right on the number. What does he have to lose? You might might as well shoot at pins, try to go 66, 66. Uh, So I do like him more than some of these other
0: guys. Nice. He's a little expensive, but I like him. And then the last guy on the list is funny, John Rong. I think we already know where we stand on that one. So that gives you a little feel. Now, let me just scroll down to the bottom because there's some surprises down here. That you're going to scratch your head at you know who's down more towards the middle but towards you know i guess a lot lower than i'd expect rory mm-hmm. which is troublesome for me because he's my key guy in my my all-week uh, right. lineup yeah he's shooting uh nice 68 in the third round but 70.22 in the final round so yeah Rory's i was going to say
2: it's been the bugaboo, some some random Sundays where he's just sort of lost it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, you wonder if it goes all the way back to that Masters. But, you know, he still, he still has managed to make a lot of top tens this year, right? Remember when you were rattling uh, he off had, those Yeah,
0: seven tournaments in a row in the top five. Right. I, I, yep. said, I mean, that stat alone is what made me lock him down. So I am a little worried with that stat. And he is super expensive, so I got to do some thinking. Right now, I have Rahm uh, ahead of him, but uh, definitely somebody that I wanted to mention. And then we get down uh, towards the bottom here, a couple of guys that people may be thinking of. Let me see, I have marked them. Uh, mar-
2: I-, I think you mentioned Luke List, right? What? As a guy right. who's
0: really struggled on the weekends. That is right. Luke List is way, way down. But here's another guy that's going to stun you, Tony Finau. And I think he's going to be super high on, but he's going 69, 71 last two rounds. Yeah,
2: average. this could be the, this could be the turning point for him. Um, you know, he talked about how he's been sort of looking at Bryson and rethinking things and trying to increase his swing speed and really get after it. And you know, we know he's just got extreme length. Uh, yes. And this is this is a long course, and he, he eats up par fives pretty well. Um And so since his putter's been a little bit better this week, he's dangerous.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, another one risk-reward kind of guy for sure. Yes. And then the last guy I'll put on here because he's three-quarters of the way down the list is Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, he was got completely defeated today and yeah. acted like he wanted to walk off the course on the back nine. I think he strung... Uh, double and a double and, a, and then a bogey. And then on the last hole, he had like a five-and-a-half-foot put, putt up the hill. And it's like he really didn't care. He, he had thought he missed the cut by a couple strokes, but he drilled it, and that's what made the cut for him. So there yeah, you yeah. go.
2: And he'd made a couple birdies before that, and, you know, finishing strong and just grinding it out because I think it was the second-to-last hole he made. It was like a 20-foot birdie or longer. Um, and so you know, I, I do want to mention how different it was to watch him play those final couple, couple holes compared to Kepka. Kepka was at one over on the last hole. you know, he just missed the fairway. He's in the immediate sh- in rough. He hit in the water on the last hole, you know he's at that point he was one shot inside the cut line. You got to just hit that to the back of the green, two putt for your par, and get out of there. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. How he, I mean, Tiger would never ever make <clears> a mistake <throat> like that.
0: You know, the last couple of weeks, I'm, you know, I talked, to, told you, you know, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show or we talked about it off the air, but, you know, somebody had made a comment about, you know, Brooks had made a comment about Roid Rage, a negative comment about uh, D Shambo, and then. One of the other players said, Well, Kepka should be talking, you know, about the juice or whatever. So I don't know. He's, and then he, he spotted off a couple of weeks ago telling Fal- Faldo to shut up or whatever and all of that right. stuff. So I don't know, man. He just, he seems a little bit of a mental case all of a sudden uh, out there. I, I don't know if I trust him anymore right now.
2: And you know what? Physically, it looks to me like he's not in quite as good a shape. Like around the midsection, he looks, he doesn't look quite as cut. And fit as he has been in, in recent uh, years here as he's been, you know, racking up the majors. So it does seem like he's a little bit off. I've I've, I've ridden him the last couple of weeks. I've thought, uh, you know, he's he's ready to break out. And, of course, he missed a cut by one last week. And then watching him on that 18th hole, his 18th hole today, really surprised. I'm going to really think twice and long and hard about playing him in his next tournament. But we'll see how he does this weekend.
0: You know, watching that 18th hole, I'm not going to roster him on this weekend. I mean, it just, I don't trust his mental state right now whatsoever. What about Tiger, though? You want to know a great stat about Tiger Woods? He's never missed a cut at the Memorial. Ever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Isn't that's that a great stat?
2: Yeah. guy knows how to get around that course.
0: 18, man.
2: He's got a handful of courses that he just owns, and this is, yeah. this is one of them. Um, he's not in my first build. But um, you know, I think it's a decent play. He looked, you know, he looked the the first few looks at him I got this week. I thought he looked pretty good, and then I saw him. You know, one of those times where he's just picking the ball out of the cup, and he looked really like he was moving gingerly and cautiously just to get the ball out of the cup. So I'm still a little bit concerned about his health, but you know, mentally he you know he looks like he's in it to me.
0: Well, th- this could come back to sting me in the backside, but my by far. My biggest fade on this slate for the weekend is Tiger Woods. He, I didn't get any type of feeling that he was even enjoying himself out there. He looked like he was struggling. He was agitated. He just didn't look comfortable. And, you know, I think he had pretty much given up that he wasn't going to make the cut. And he just... I just don't like him going into this week. And I don't think his game is sharp at all. And I don't think he's completely physically right. I mean, people forget, you know, yeah, he won some of these tournaments, but he's getting older and he's had uh, so many surgeries. You can't even think about it. So, you know, the reality is, you know, we, that last hurrah went in that big tournament, you know, winning the the masters and run, you know, having his son come up and hug him. And I mean, it could be the last hurrah, you know, I hate to say it and, and, and knee-jerk reaction to it, but you know, uh, I know how it is when you're playing golf and you start getting a little older and you've had some injuries. Right. <laughs> it catches up to you. You, yeah. you can beat everything, but you can't beat Father Time. That's for darn right. sure. So, all right, man. So, what else do you have? That's my statistical breakdown just, of weekend stuff.
2: I just want to have one more. I have one more guy I want to mention. That's it. Okay. And it's it's Victor Hovland. Uh, he follows that pattern 74 and then 66 and he's made a ton of birdies you know he's had a couple stretches here with a couple bogeys but he's just you know bounced back so well uh tee to green he is absolutely money right now uh loading up on birdies so I'll have some exposure to him this weekend for sure
0: and he's he's 9000 on draft kings yep. and 11-1 on fanduel i think he needs to you know, stay in everybody's eye as well. Uh, you know, I I still think Gary Woodland can can uh, have a good finish this weekend. He's sort of the last guy I'll mention. He's 10-1 on FanDuel, and he is really a good deal on... Uh, he's only 9-4, which I think is pretty darn good for him. Um, you know, he's in fourth and, you know, minus six. He can could, he could make a little run here, and uh i think he's uh, isn't he paired he's paired with somebody that i think it's a really good pairing form as well so i just i, I think he's a, a nice guy to take a look at this weekend and he's another guy that controls his game and controls his you know he never gets super upset or anything and you got to have tons of patience on this course for sure so that is it man a couple things we want to thank mybookie.ag We want to thank tvg.com. Follow us, uh, please. If you're watching this on uh, YouTube, you want to hit the buttons below the like and subscribe uh, and definitely follow us everywhere. Podcasts can be heard for the audio version. You don't get to see these two handsome mugs, but you get some good audio uh, and we're on everywhere. Podcasts can be found from iTunes, Apple podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Um, So check us out there. YouTube. Again, DFS Coach Talk. You can also look through the library of uh, podcasts that we have on there in preparation for baseball and basketball. Instagram's DFS underscore Coach Talk. And again, uh, do you want to mention a little bit about signing up with this final two weeks free?
2: Yeah, it's a perfect time to get in. With your membership right now, whatever you get uh, weekly, monthly, or annual, you're going to get bonus time between now and July 30th when the NBA comes back. And the great thing about that is that you get full access to our KBO coverage. And we've all had big takeout, big takedowns there. So you get your FanDuel lineup every night, uh, 5 in the morning. We're in there making adjustments, uh, the DraftKings player pool. So you get all that stuff from now until July 30th. So take advantage of the KBO while we can. And then you'll get the PGA coverage as well. Uh, So perfect time to get some bonus coverage, take advantage of the end of KBO here with us, and then get ready for NBA where we're absolutely going to crush it.
0: No doubt. And a quick mention to our charity of choice here at DFS Coach Talk. That's mombon 3org all spelled out, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Great charity set up by the Bryan family and uh that's it other than i just read something about the vermont forests are being overcome by like these big snakes and these... <laughs> it's so you know i guess you Maybe need to sort just... of be careful
2: all right i'll keep an eye out i might just have to sleep in the car <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right man well hey it um tomorrow uh, i may have a special guest if not i'm going to be going solo with kbo sunday's a good day off you deserve it man you've, you've been on such a roll And I appreciate you so much working your tail off uh, for Coach Talk and uh, couldn't do without you. So enjoy the whole weekend, spend some good family time together, and then uh, we'll jump back on here on Monday.
2: Awesome. Thank you. And everybody out there, thanks for tuning in and have a great weekend.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend. And we'll look to catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.